The Kindness Podcast is made possible by Cornwell Properties in Athens, Ohio. Cornwell Properties offers Ohio University students the best locations to live in Athens. All of their apartments are either on Court Street or within one block. Cornwell Properties. Location matters. Visit their website, cornwellpropertiesathens.com, for more information. Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Making someone laugh is one of the best things you can do to brighten their day. Voice actor Daniel Ferguson made millions laugh as a 2017 contestant on America's Got Talent. He talks with me about life since AGT and teaches me a few of his tricks in this episode of the Kindness Podcast. Daniel, I have to tell you that my kids think that I'm doing this interview because you're like my 20-some-year-old celebrity crush, you know, after my 40-some-year-old <laughs> husband. <laughs> um, and, and in fact, this morning I was having breakfast with my husband and I was telling him that I was doing this interview with you. And he, he looked at me and said exactly what the kids said. What does that have to do with kindness? And I said, you guys, use your imaginations. Like there is something inherently kind, I think, about making people laugh and Every time I watch your video, I laugh. I just giggle. And um, so I'm curious, how do you see what you do? I guess um, with what I do, I, I see it as something fun that I enjoy. And uh, I mean, I, I also think that it's something that uh, kind of brings a, a sort of nostalgia to some people. Um, and that was kind of uh, one of the things that I liked about uh, doing voices is the fact that it, it reminds me of my childhood. And I mean, in, in the process, it also uh, does make people laugh. And that does make me make me feel good to know that there are people who enjoy uh, seeing and, and listening to, to what I do. And I mean, uh, it's, I don't know. It's, it, it wasn't really something that I thought about at first because um, when I first started doing voices and making that public on YouTube, I, I, I knew that I was going to be met with, with some criticism from some people because everybody, there, there's going to be plenty of people who are going to, you know, point out, you know, you, you, you don't sound like uh, who you're trying to sound like. And it, not everybody is going to be uh, pleased or impressed or anything, but I did it because I thought it was, fun i had fun doing it and um yeah it was it was nice to be met uh, with the kind of positive feedback that i have been met with being on tv and uh being on the internet you touched on something that i i want to take a closer look at you mm -hmm. you know you you kind of grew up with a dad who liked to do voices you've got siblings you're just this just a regular awesome guy who who decides to go on America's Got Talent and all of a sudden, mm -hmm. you know, you didn't grow up in a in a celebrity family, right? So Right. So how do you how did it hurt your feelings? I mean, did did you get to the point where you were like people are mean, people are not kind or <laughs> or did you get enough of the good stuff to to you know, how, did it change your perception of kindness of people, I guess? It did. I mean, at first um with there, the good has always outweighed the bad, which I'm very thankful for. Um, but I mean, I will notice some of the comments of, of people who, you know, even if it doesn't just have to do with, you know, whether the voice sounds accurate or not, there are people who say nasty things aside from that. And um, I just, I, I have to take it with a grain of salt. And I know that, you know, I don't know these people. They don't know me. Uh, they don't like know me personally. So 
I mean, I, I really can't take it too much to heart um, because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you, if you let a, like one little comment um, ruin your entire day, then uh, you're, I don't think you're living right. But uh, it's, I mean, seeing those comments at first, I think this was maybe almost five years ago when I started doing this uh, for the internet on YouTube. Um, people, people would say those things and it bothered me a lot. Um, even though the good still outweighed the bad back then, um, it was, I still like, had a very small uh, amount of small base of followers and it, it got to me a lot more. But then I think uh, in a way I've sort of grown numb to it maybe. Um and the fact that I know that there's always going to be people like that, I started to realize that more that, you know, there are those people and I, I can't, uh, I mean, I can try to change their minds, but it's not my job to change their minds. So I can let them think what they want and uh, just appreciate the fact that, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I still have the power to reach out to the people who are interested and who uh, do enjoy uh, seeing what I do. Mm-hmm. I used to be um, a TV anchor and people would call in. Mm -hmm. It was before the age of the Internet, <laughs> uh, but people mm -hmm. would call in and they'd say, "Ooh, I hate Nicole's lipstick color. Why is she wearing that lipstick color today? She looks terrible. <laughs> and I would go home like in tears. And my husband would say to me, Nick, think of how miserable these people's lives are if they're sitting around thinking and then have the time to, to comment on your lipstick. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah, you kind of you kind of have to grow out of it a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite character, a favorite voice that just is like your go to? Um, you know, it, it kind of, it kind of varies because I will, um, sometimes when I like to, to break into random voices in conversation or something like that, it'll, it'll change a lot. But I think, uh, I want to say that, um, Kermit the Frog is one that I go into a lot because his is easy to, his is very easy to just switch into automatically. And, uh, I think most people recognize that voice as well. So it's, probably the the easiest one because uh most people understand uh understand why i'm going into it and uh it's i think it's also the the, the probably one of the first voices that i was ever able to do um so yeah i think kermit is kermit is my go-to for a lot of situations are you saying that i could be doing this interview with kermit the frog right now <laughs> well i mean if you would like to i, I why not <laughs> Oh, I've been waiting all day just for that. That is so awesome. <laughs> Although I, I am a huge fan of um, uh, Peter Griffin from The Family Guy too. So that's that. That's always you know kind of my 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 lame yeah, humor. Yeah, he, he's he's got a recognizable voice too. You know, it's uh, pretty popular nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Can you teach people how to make these voices? Do you ever do that? Um, I, I have uh, a little bit, um, and actually that was, that was one of the stories that I, I wanted to, to bring up because, um, I don't know if you want me to talk about it now or if you want me to talk about it later. Are we supposed to be talking about kindness on this podcast? I totally forgot. I thought this was supposed to be just, <laughs> just fun voices. Yes. Share the, share the kindness story. I would love that. Sure. Um, well, there was, uh, there was one instance, um, I get uh, a number of, uh, direct messages on my Instagram and Twitter. 
And most of the times I just ignore a lot of them because some of them are, are like borderline creepy or <laughs> uh, just uh, stuff that I wouldn't want to uh, encourage people uh, with uh, by responding to those. So, uh, but there are um, some instances where you know, people take genuine interest in uh, voice acting and uh, just the the kind of stuff that I that I like to do for my channel and uh, what I like to do performance wise and. There was one uh, one I think high school girl, and she she reached out to me, and she sent me uh, kind of a lengthy message. But uh, she was saying that she really enjoyed what I did, and, uh, and it put a smile on her face. And uh, she really wanted to learn how to do voices for a talent show that she was doing for her school. So uh, she asked me. She gave me like a few characters that I had done on the show, and asked me if I could give her pointers on it. And I decided to to respond to that because. I, I really appreciate uh, when people, uh, you know, are either aren't uh, asking asking me to to go visit them in the Philippines or marry them or something like that. It's nice <laughs> to uh, see see people who are genuinely interested in uh, in voice acting in uh, that realm of entertainment. So I messaged I messaged her back and um, I, I sort of gave her a few pointers. And the thing is that I've never. I've never really given people like in-depth pointers uh, for how to do voices. Um, so this was a little bit newer to me, but uh, I explained to her how to do Peter Griffin and Scooby-Doo. I think those were the, the two uh, that she asked me about. And it, it really made me think a lot more about what I put into uh, making a voice, uh, portraying a character. And uh, she, we talked for a little bit after that, and uh, it was kind of like radio silence for a while. And then she got back to me a few weeks later, saying that she had actually won her talent show, and she got a lot of great be- feedback from her friends and from uh, the other people who were watching the show. So it kind of it made me feel good to know that you know she uh, she was uh, putting in a lot of hard work um, to to practice those voices and. I always thought, like, when she asked me to do voices like Peter Griffin, Scooby-Doo, I'm thinking, well, I mean, those are really difficult voices to do for a female. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's difficult for me to do uh, both of those voices, but um, I know that uh, depending on uh, your vocal range, uh, it, it can be kind of tough. So I was I was surprised that she had asked me to do those two, but uh, it sounded a lot like she had uh, worked really hard and she had taken it very seriously. Um, and it sounds like it paid off. So I was really happy to uh, have been able to help with that and find somebody who had like a, a genuine interest in voice acting. And uh, it's, I don't meet a lot of people like that. I meet people who, who uh, like laugh at uh, the voices that I do or laugh at the other voices that other people do. Um, but nobody who, you know, actually asks more, uh, wants to know more, like how to do those voices or, know how uh, voice actors prepare uh, for different roles or how they practice so uh, it was I think it was a, a nice uh, like a, a breath of fresh air I guess yeah to meet that kind of person refreshing for you and I'm sure that she felt like an abs- absolute rock star that you would walk her through that we'll get back to our conversation with Daniel in a moment but first today's kindness call sponsored by Cornwell properties where location matters Hi, my name is Jenny, and I'm from Janesville, Wisconsin. I am calling to tell about uh, some kindness that I witnessed this morning. Uh, I was getting into my van and noticed that I had low 
air pressure in my tires. So I drove to Quick Trip and was trying to figure out the air pump thing. And I had filled up three of the four tires. I was working on the fourth one. And a man pulled up behind me in his truck to be next in line to fill his tires. And he got out of his car. He walked up to me and he's like, here, let me give you a hand. You can sit in your car where it's warm. Let me let me help you out. And I, it was just so kind. And uh, it just made me feel so good to see people out there wanting to just help for no reason, just wanting to be kind. So it made my day. Did you know you can be on the Kindness Podcast? Call the Kindness Hotline with your story. You can leave us a voicemail at the number in the description of this podcast. Now, back to the show. You know, I've, I've heard it said, to whom much is given, much is expected. Do you feel like now that you've gone from, you know, like, oh, a person with 12 Twitter followers to like 29,000, um, do you feel like that changes what you're meant to give as far as kindness into this world? Or do you get to just kind of be you? Um, I think uh, it's, I think it's, uh, it's kind of like a mixed bag. I, I know that I can still be me. Um, and I try to take comfort in that fact as often as I can. It's just that now uh, that uh, more people are aware of my presence, uh, there is kind of like that lingering expectation uh, from people to uh, for me to put out more content uh, more frequently and uh, to and go you know back on the TV and all of that. And for me, it's one of those things that uh, I just tell myself all in all in good time uh, because I don't want to uh, go back onto TV like like people are telling me to audition for the next season of America's, America's Got Talent. This was last year, and I, I knew that I didn't want to go back the season right after. Um, I kind of, uh, I didn't want to, like, put on the same act two years in a row. I knew that I needed to prepare something new. And I think, um, for me, it's, it's about being myself, but it's also about, uh, you know, improving myself. Because, um, I'm comfortable doing uh, what I'm doing uh, on a regular basis with uh, making videos, but I know that I, I do enjoy the idea of challenging myself to do more mm-hmm. um, and uh, trying to put a little more effort into into what I'm doing. And also um, outside of YouTube, um, just trying to make connections uh, with people who are more familiar with the voice acting industry and, um, you know, finding other ways, not maybe not necessarily going back to America's Got Talent, but finding other ways to audition for, you know, TV shows or for movies or, uh, you know, interviewing for a podcast or being part of some fan-made uh, project. So, um, yeah, I mean, there is that, those all those extra eyes that are, that are in ears that are sort of watching and, and listening for me. Uh, and I'm, I'm aware of that and it does put a little more pressure on, uh, but I just have to keep reminding myself that it's, I kind of have to take things at a pace that's comfortable for me and sort of not jump the gun on anything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you have one like golden moment? Like this is what I would love, like a, a big dream. Voice acting is, is my biggest dream, but I think, um, if I could, 
if I could do any kind of voice acting, it would it would be for a a Disney film, like a a theatrical Disney release. Um, I mean, I've I've heard from from some people that uh, that I could be like the next Disney prince or something <gasps> like that. Ooh, with, yeah, with, with my voice, anyways, and uh, I think that would be cool because I know the the guy that played. Um, Prince Eric in Little Mermaid, he was, I think he was 16 when he was in that role. So hmm. I, I, I thought that, well, I mean, if he can make, if, if his voice sounds like that at that age, then um, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to, to maybe be the voice of the next Disney prince. Or, or Disney princess. Like, why put yourself in a box, right? Or the- <laughs> If I can, if I can learn to to improve my range, then uh, I don't see why not. <laughs> it's funny because you, when you said Disney films, I immediately my mind immediately went to an Olaf sort of character. So it's funny to me that you went ah. to the Disney prince. I was thinking more of like a character, um, like a I don't know, like a goofy character sort of. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean that's the that's the other thing. I mean, I think it would be great to be able to find a role, uh, be asked to do a role where I can just use my regular speaking voice mm-hmm. um, because I love doing the voices. But um, I think that uh, it's not very often that, you know, the the full time voice actors are using their normal voice. They're usually using uh, a distortion uh, of their voice, uh, making uh, themselves sound goofier. Um, and I think it would be cool to be like one of those uh, sidekick type characters that is goofy and has that kind of funny voice too. Um, and, uh, but I, I think, I think it would be fun either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nice to, I think it's nice for people to, to hear like what the, what the person's real voice sounds like versus what, uh, what they, what they can sound like if mm-hmm. they throw their voice. Does it take a big toll on your voice to be like, so uh, one of your videos, you were Bobby. Um, mm-hmm. And and like those are some of those that are like really high kind of voices. Can you do that voice so yeah. people are like, who's Bobby now? Yeah. Um, well, Bobby is a character from Bobby's World, a uh, show created by Howie Mandel. And Howie Mandel did that voice. And it kind of talks like this. It's, it's really high pitched and... Um, it's, it's not difficult to maintain. Um, but, uh, you know, after a while, I think the, the higher voices don't, uh, they don't hurt my throat or anything like that. Um, but they do, they do like, I guess they kind of tire out my throat muscles. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Totally. Yeah, um, absolutely. When you're talking like this for a long period of time, eventually your voice starts getting lower because you've been talking high for so long. <laughs> so that's uh, <laughs> uh, it. My coworkers. It's hard yeah, to take you. See, your poor coworkers. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're at work. Um, yeah, no, it's okay. No. Um, and you. Yeah, it's um, like there are other voices that are a lot raspier, um, like Scooby Doo. Um, that voice is is deeper, and uh, I have to I have to sort of make my voice a little raspier for that. So that after a while will uh, be a lot more difficult on my voice. But I mean, all of them require different uh, facial and I guess uh, throat muscle usage uh, to different degrees. So they'll um, 
they'll each eventually uh, sort of wear on my voice, but it's really the raspier ones that are, are the most difficult to maintain, I think. Okay, so as a woman, can you teach me one fun phrase or voice just I'm going to totally screw it up. We we all know this, but I would love if the, give it your best shot, will you? Okay. Um let's see. Uh well, do you have a favorite character uh from a cartoon that uh maybe you grew up with or um, uh, more recently? Oh, you know who's my favorite is um Henrietta Pussycat from Mr. Rogers because she says meow meow everything like Meow meow, mm-hmm. tired. Meow meow, you know, like things like that. But but you just give me. I haven't one. seen Mr. Rogers in years, so I I I would not know how to. Do yeah, that. you need to watch that. Okay, that's your homework. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> got it. <laughs> or Marge Simpson, if that's a, a female voice, is better for me. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's uh, okay. We can try Marge Simpson. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, well, you you've already got the female voice, so that works. Um, <laughs> Can you sort of make your voice sound a little nasally, like maybe plugging your nose? Um, like a little bit like this? Because that doesn't... Yeah, make it, make it sound nasally. Okay. And then you kind of you kind of go up a little bit. And then um, you also make your voice sound a little raspy. So not, uh, not necessarily like a, like a high-pitched raspy voice, I guess. So uh, it's, it's coming a lot from your throat. So you're going to come out like this. You're gonna, you're gonna talk like you're Mark Simpson, and you're really, you're really annoying with your husband. <laughs> it, a lot of it comes from your, from your throat. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, I'm, I'm gonna try it. I'm thinking. Okay, I'm gonna go nasally, high, and raspy for my throat. I yeah. feel like I'm really mad at my husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that never mind. We're, we're, that was good. No. Thank you, Daniel. We are going to leave that to you. Okay, before, before <laughs> enough fooling around here, do you have any more kindness stories, any more favorite stories you want to share with me before we let you go back to work today? Um, I mean, just in general, uh, I mean, I, I have a business email that uh, has kind of been uh, not used for business uh, for a lot of people. Uh, people just find my, find my business email and, and send me whatever they want. But um, <laughs> there have been uh, just a, just some small stories of people who have you know, emailed me or even direct messaged me on social media and said that, you know, I was in a, I was in a really dark place and uh, I found your video, I found your performance, and it just made me smile and I go back to it all the time and it makes me so happy, and uh, I know there was one mother who said, you know, I have, uh, I have um, a son with autism, and uh, the moment he saw your performance, his face lit up, and uh, it's, just, it's just nice to know that, you know, I can, I can reach out to so many different kinds of people um, and, uh, you know, make them smile, and I think uh, that kind of that makes me smile, both on the outside and the inside when I get to read those, uh, those kinds of emails. It's very gratifying, and uh, you know, it makes me, it, it reminds me why I'm doing this, and it reminds me to keep going and to, to not stop. Yeah, what you do matters. You make people smile, and that, my friend, is kindness. Thank you, Daniel, so much thank for you. talking with us today. Yeah, thank you, Nicole. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. That was a conversation with Daniel Ferguson. Get your daily laugh by subscribing to his YouTube channel. 
Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUV Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich and intern Chloe Meston. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, make sure to spread some kindness in the review section. 